Sometimes we need a little inspiration, and Real Things Living podcast does just that. Real Things Living has a focus on resilience and connection with others. Those connections lead to ideas, to solutions, and to better overall health. This podcast is brought to you by Gemini Media. Gemini Media delivers the best solutions for business communications through collaborative relationships. Hi, y'all. It's Bridget Cutshaw with Real Things Living. Today, my guest is Bill Potts. He is a he has a marketing agency and he has a tremendous story. We have a lot in common. He has dealt with cancer multiple times. Can you say hi, Bill? Yeah. Hi, Bridget. Thank you for having me on your uh, show today. I appreciate it. And I'm so glad you guys found me because his story is amazing. He's dealt with cancer five different times and we have, like I mentioned, a lot in common. He definitely has a lot of resilience, which is what this podcast is about. And he recently, or is going to have a book being uh, released later this year, and I believe in September. And can you, I guess, tell me what prompted you to do this? And I'm sure it's more of a, a takeaway of what you learned through this crazy journey, especially people, uh, not just you as the cancer um, survivor, but your family, your supporters. Yeah, you know, it's uh, the book was uh, I, I started with cancer in 2002 with thyroid cancer and had my thyroid removed and, and went through radiation treatment, thought I was done with the cancer journey. 2008, stage three lymphoma, 2014, lymphoma's back, uh, 2019, lymphoma's back, 2020, lymphoma back again, plus prostate cancer. And so on September oh, wow. 17th, yeah, 2020, I had uh, I had surgery to move a, remove a tumor below my hip. And I woke up in the recovery room at Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, and I was basically having an emotional breakdown. And I had uh, the, the nurse, Jen, reaches over and holds my hand and she goes, uh, hey, Bill, what, what, what's wrong? And this wasn't like, like a little quiet crying. This was full-fledged sobbing. And I said, I'm not sure I'm up for the fight. She goes, what do you mean? And I'm like, this is the fifth time I, I've, I've, I've had cancer. I've been diagnosed six times, and, and I know what's coming. And I'm not really sure I'm up for the fight. So we spent about an hour, the pastor came in and, and, and the two of three of us spent about an hour kind of working through reasons why I was needed to be up for the fight and fight. And, and after, an, after an hour, I, I was good. And I'd kind of reset, uh, reset my uh, point of view and was really ready for the battle that was ahead. And at the end of this conversation, uh, the pastor says to me, you know, Bill, you ought to turn your pain to purpose and write a book. And, yeah. and so I did. And so this is the book I wish somebody else had written because I've been learning as I go and making mistakes along the way. And so the purpose of this book is to help others in the cancer journey, not just the patients, but the family and friends. It is like what to expect when you're expecting right. but for cancer. Yeah. Wow. It, it is. Um, uh, you mentioned it started in 2002. All the way. It's basically 18 years. If I'm, if I'm doing yeah. my math right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's been uh, my my kids, my three kids have basically only known their father uh, as I go through this journey. So part of the book, which was super interesting and, and part of what I really learned from them from the writing of it 
was, you know, what's it like to be the, uh, the kid of a cancer patient that's going through it off and on for 20 years. And also my wife wrote a piece and both of both my kids, two of the three kids that wrote this and my wife really gives some good insights to other family and friends that are going through the journey advice on how to handle right. it. Right, they It's pretty scary for them too. And you know, me dealing with cancer, it was my sons, right? They were young. Mine were young. <laughs> when yeah. I first had that, that's 2006, I think. Yeah, 2006. And the last cancer I had was 2015. Mm. It, it was just weird. I mean, cause you, to me, my goal was to be there for my family. Mm. I wanted to be there and watch my boys graduate high school. <laughs> Mm. I'm sure you had a similar thing and, and, and as an, you're an athlete as well. And I'm sure that you had some setbacks on those kind of goals because you had to heal. Right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's, you know, uh, uh, exercise is kind of my therapy and, and, and my kids have kind of picked up on that too. So we've done a lot together, but, uh, yeah, having to reset, uh, when you go through the cancer treatment, the chemo or the immunotherapy has, has been challenging. I've been through it enough to know that uh, I have to start over every time. And so as much as I love to run uh, after I have to take that forced time off to go through the cancer treatment, uh, I know it's going to be a slow process. For example, uh, a couple months ago, I started running again and my first run was two tenths of a mile, <laughs> you know, and, and pre, pre that chemo and immunotherapy, I'd run seven or eight miles and I come back and I felt great and it was ready to go some more. That is cool. I, I'm right. I, I agree with you that I think running is therapy. I've always done it. I, I get the runner's eye. You probably do too. Mm, yes. And so what do they, I, because everybody's different and because I've gone through this crazy <laughs> process too, do they have an idea what started the, uh, any idea what, uh, started the chemo, not the chemo. Yeah. The chemo. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, we've had a lot of conversations, uh, both MD Anderson and Mayo that I've been treated by, and I got exposed to uh, radiation at the Department of Nuclear Medicine and a now closed hospital when I was in college, uh, and so got zapped pretty good, and so that's probably the cause of the thyroid cancer and the radiation treatment, which is I was given a pill form of the same radiation that came out of Chernobyl, wow. has probably created a, a cacophony of of issues, and it's pretty possible we'll never know for sure that that's been a cause of the lymphoma and the prostate cancer is probably just because i'm getting old and now i seem to have a, a cancer issue going right i got chills with you saying that because my thing is something similar my they believe mine was because i'm a military brat opposed mm. to probably radiation the rare brain tumor they have is oh called. wow isn't that interesting guys wow wow <laughs> and, right um my father, my real dad died of Agent Orange exposure. For, he was in Vietnam. Oh, wow. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah. I don't know how old, uh, you know, you just don't, you know, I was a little kid, but I'm just, I'm not, I don't know for sure, but they attribute my type of brain tumor, which is rare to be attributed to cancer can be, it wasn't cancer, but it's called a primary brain tumor, mm. but it could be really not good. And, and that's why you got to listen to yourself listen to your body. Right. And I'm sure mm. my, my thing is what caused you, I want to understand how did you discover the thyroid cancer to start up with? Was it swallowing? Yeah. I, no, I just walked into the primary care physician. He looked at me and he goes, he literally looked at me and he goes, Hey Bill, you've got something going on with your thyroid. I can see it. Oh, and wow. uh, the advantage, yeah. Advantage of being a runner and being pretty thin. Yeah. I can usually see these things. Even with lymphoma, I can usually I can call it out when the, when it's back. I call them and tell them it's back because I can see it. 
uh, on my body, the lymph nodes. So wow. yeah, that's how, that's how that worked. And, uh, yeah. So, 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 you know, a, a part, part of what started to happen even back then more so, you know, with the lymphoma keeps coming back is that I've really dialed in, um, my, my health in other areas, you know, not just the mental health, but, uh, through the exercise, but my diet is, is squeaky clean. I hired a nutritionist to kind of coach me through this and a dietitian to kind of coach me through this, not just managing side effects, but also how to boost my immune system, how to try to do anything I could to prevent it from coming back, right. you know, or getting another cancer. So, uh, it's changed my life in that way, uh, pretty dramatically. My wife jokes about it you know, how all of a sudden I eat so many vegetables. It took, you know, getting cancer to, uh, to, to get that dialed in, but I, I, it's been, it's made a big difference in so many ways, you know, cleaning up the diet. It, it that is something I did very similar. I had to see somebody and they found out that I had a, a sensitivity to casein protein, which is, oh wow, that could cause inflammation. And I'm not saying that's mm. what, but it didn't help when I had probably mm. breast cancer. Yeah. And, and that is, uh, I didn't know I had that issue and mm. it's just weird. Uh, I think also, I'm so glad we have doctors like that, that can help people who are trying to help heal. You can help yourself heal if you're on a, a good diet and find mm. out if you do have sensitivities. They tried, checked out celiac. I didn't have any of that. It was dairy. Isn't that funny? Mm. And I never really wanted dairy. My body didn't really but then you get addicted to it once it's kind of addicting. Yeah. I've really pulled back from dairy, you know, for yeah, the inflammation I, I, uh, purposes when I was going through chemo really backed off of it. So now I don't yes. even want it. No, it's not in my, I had to get um, that doctor that I had, he helped me get off of it. It was like, it was, you don't realize how hard it is because it's addicting dairy. Right. And oh, I don't have anything at all. And I felt so much better. And when your body is fighting things like that, that you're sensitive to, that's when cancer can, hello, thrive a little bit and right, yeah. it'll, uh, your, your immune system is focusing on too many things. Mm -hmm. So true. It, it is just amazing how you're, uh, you found all these issues and, and I agree also how you, you talk about how to advocate for yourself and that's so important and I think you want to be around doctors that let you ask questions. Do you have that experience? Yeah, too? it's, I think that's the biggest lesson I learned. And I learned that the hard way. Uh, and, and, and when I had the thyroid cancer and, and, and I got the radiation treatment, the whole thyroid out, and then they prescribed another round of radiation, at which point I put my hand up and said, whoa, 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 something doesn't add up here. And it was a for-profit, uh, you know, oncology center. And I, it, it just didn't, pass my sniff test. So at that point, I went to MD Anderson, got a second opinion on that. And they said, don't get any more radiation treatment. They weren't even sure it was good to have the whole thing out, but I let them start managing that piece of it. So yes, I, at that point, I started owning the journey because I hadn't, and I'd made that big mistake, and I didn't want to make that mistake again. So I've continued with uh, owning every step of the journey uh, with my healthcare team uh, in particular, which means asking the questions, being prepared, uh, making sure you have uh, getting second opinions, uh, frequent communication with them, uh, staying up to speed on what's happening in, uh, with your particular type of cancer, which I do not by Googling it, by going for like, for example, for me, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, 
has a great uh, resource. There's prostate cancer societies, uh, thyroid cancer groups that they've already vetted all the information on those websites. So you know what you're getting is actually scientifically accurate. And uh, it's been super helpful for me. And you mentioned you got to find a team that's open to listening. When I got prescribed my first chemotherapy regimen with stage three lymphoma in 2008 at MD Anderson, I told them no. They're like, what? I'm like, no, I don't want that treatment. They're like, why? I'm like, I don't want to lose my hair. And they're like, say that again. I'm like, I don't want to lose my, I don't want to lose my hair. I'm in sales and, I, and I'm traveling and I, and I don't want to look like the cancer patient. And they're like, okay, all right. And so about two hours later, they came back and I almost missed my flight back here to Tampa, Florida from Houston. But they said, look, we're going to, we're going to roll you in. We're going to try this trial. It's called immunotherapy. You probably haven't heard of it. Nobody had till really 2009. We're, we're trying this thing out. And if it doesn't work, you know, then we'll go that yeah, then you'll lose your hair. But if it does work, you get to keep your hair. And it worked. It worked for six years. And so I was kind of an early benefactor of immunotherapy because I owned the journey and asked the questions and asked them to come back with a different plan. And they loved it. Right. And it makes them, you know, you're collaborating with the doctors, if you think about it, and helping other people down the road because you're you're asking questions. And then I love the idea of the the new, I should say technology, but all this research that's being done to help people and the immunotherapy is really a good solution. I didn't have that. Like everybody is different. And like when they um, discovered my brain tumor, um, they didn't know what to do. <laughs> wow. I saw six doctors in the mm. one and I, ended up, so I had to find the specialist, that kind of thing. And it's just weird. I, I'm just, I, I believe my, um, having the right people around me, it's not just the, your doctors. I think the nurses were really helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure you probably had that experience too. They're very, Oh, helpful. you know, and I, and still, I mean, I have access through the portal, uh, to access my care team anytime. Uh, 20, 24 7 365 and they'll respond yeah. and that's that's such a such a blessing i also have a, a a a good relationship and always have with my health insurance providers so uh they they assign somebody they have a team that does this that's you know the a, a patient advocate and and i find them and develop a relationship with them and i was at uh, mayo which usually everything was going clean with the insurance i get there for a scan they're like hmm it's not approved yet. I literally texted the uh, the patient advocate at the insurance company. She goes, don't move. So I stood at that desk and like within 30 seconds, boop, it was approved. That's awesome. I mean, it's yeah. just, um, uh, again, the support you got to have to make sure you pay for that. I, I think about, think about how much that all that treatment costs, right? And thank God uh -huh. you have insurance. If you think about it, how it all adds yeah. up. Yeah, you know, the, the the financial side of cancer is is hard for anybody. You know, I'm yes. fortunate that 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 I've got I've got insurance through the Affordable Care Act here in the U.S. and and it's 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 fine. And I've I've been fortunate along the whole road to have you know pretty good insurance. But even then, I mean, cost of travel, cost of clothes, cost of diet, cost of hotels, uh, uh, deductibles, all those kind of things, copays add up. So the financial stress, you know, is pretty high for a lot of cancer patients, but yeah. I've also received support uh, along the way, you know, uh, 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 leukemia lymphoma society early in my journey, you know, helped me with some travel, uh, Southwest airlines, you know, helped oh, me out with, 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 some travel. 
uh, through MD Anderson. So they have the, the big places, the cancer institutes have resources that they can then get you some support if you need it. That's really cool. I, I have one more thought as you were talking. A couple of my, I learned one of the things I learned when I'm talking about my whatever current issue it was, I had to have someone there with me because mm. I, the, one of the meetings I went to by myself, I was just so overwhelmed. For, you know, I didn't even hear half of what the doctor was saying. So I learned to have someone come with me. Did you have someone with you on your, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, 100% of the time. You're so right. That's exactly the truth because, you know, you're under such uh, such uh, uh, stress, let alone how you physically feel from treatment or whatever. Mm -hmm. My wife and I, I always had always had a list of things that I wanted to go through. Um, and, and then I would review it with my wife before the appointment. And I'd say, you know, is there anything else we want to add? And she'd say, we, we would. And then I'm like, okay, here's the list. And then we'd sit there together and invariably I'd forget something. She goes, Oh, Bill, by the way, you know, this is what we wanted to ask. And I'm like, Oh, thank goodness. And wow. uh, she would also take notes. You know, I, I was organized. I'd upload that to, to OneDrive. So I had access to all that data, but uh, yeah, super important to have somebody there with you in particular. It's, it's important to have somebody there with you during chemo or immunotherapy because you had a lot of the same side effects from both of those. And right. so she, she was by my side um, uh, up at Mayo for I had 14 uh, chemotherapy, immunotherapy treatments over six months. And she was with me wow. each time. Yeah. Keep an eye on you. Our spouses are heroes. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. I mean, it's harder for them because it's, I think it is. It, yes. They can't do much except be there and hold watch your hand, you. tell you they love you. Yeah. And watch you watch you. And it's, uh, it's amazing. Like one of my doctor appointments for the, for the brain tumor and had to go to Northwestern you know, um, in Chicago, because that was the only specialist I could find. And my husband couldn't make it. So my best friend from high school came with me. <laughs> I didn't know. It's just the, to me, the brain tumors freaked me out more than the, the cancer that I've had. Yeah, and I can understand. Do. So mm. she was there. So she knew what stuff to ask, even though I had a list, it's still, you're just like, I can't believe I'm having this conversation, but I just thank God Right. You get it's not just your family, but your, your friends can help you, too. I think the friends sometimes can, uh, in your case, was probably uh, could have even have been, I don't at least equal to, if not even a little bit uh, beneficial, because there's there's less emotion. Right. Yes. If she, it was your husband, she might have been he might have been feeling the same thing you were, which is yes. overwhelmed and scared. And she's like, OK, yeah, you know, let's she get went to it. right now. And she I've known her for yeah. a long since like I was we, we were 13. You know, that's how long mm. we've known each other. But I told her, um, and I support her too, just because she, I'm just going off the, on topic here. She got type one diabetes after her second mm. child was born as an adult, which is really, mm. so she understands the process too, mm. of, 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 of all that. And so that's, it was really helpful. And she was just the right person to come with me. And I got the right solution after that incident, right? I decided to go yeah. here back. It was a new technology at the time. And we had to go yeah. talk to the health insurance company to pay. It was new and it's, it's all good. And it's just amazing. I think your book up for the fight that you're going to be releasing soon. It's going to help so many people. It's just a guideline so that people don't have to, it's still overwhelming probably to read for some people, but you have it in one document in a way. Yeah. And is it going to be, um, uh, I know it's 
the sample, not the sample, the advanced reader copyright guide, it's going to be in stores and online for sale, right? Yeah, it'll be distributed worldwide um, starting September 13th, and it will be available Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target.com, so cool. and independent retailers. Yeah, I'm really fortunate. Also, that uh, Mayo Clinic and MD Anderson Leukemia Lymphoma Society have all and uh, supported it, endorsed it, and are getting behind awesome. it too. So it's gonna, uh, it's yeah. I was going to ask you that if they're going to help you, um, if they're going to have that available. Yeah, I mean, Leukemia Lymphoma Society already has it on, on five different sections of their website uh, as a resource, because uh, I think anybody that's involved in the cancer community, you know, knows that, you know, having know what to expect with a book like this is going to be helpful. I mean, it's got an index so you can you can look things up. We made it small so you can carry it with you into your appointments. It's it's got checklists and things like this. I've 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 test driven this book even before it's out with some uh, some people that I know that are cancer patients, and it's made a difference for them in their journey, which is really the purpose of the book. That it, this is so beautiful. I wish something like this was out for me. I didn't, you know, just to hear the word you got cancer. That is just overwhelming mm. in itself, and then you don't know what the next step is and that that's why it's so important to have support uh as you know like your your wife your spouse or your friends you're having the right doctors and i believe that you had the right unfortunately you had to go through some crazy stuff but your experiences and what you learned you summarized it and to help other people yeah, it's been, uh, thank you for that. It's, it's, it was hard to write. I mean, I wrote it going through chemo and immunotherapy. So I wasn't, there's days and weeks I couldn't write it. But a friend of mine asked me, he said, Bill, is it worth it? And I like worth, what's worth what? And he said, is it, is it worth having the cancer? The answer to that was no, but now the answer has switched to, if I can impact one person positively through this book, um, then it's been worth it. So that really became my passion and my purpose uh, the last uh, couple of years to try to get this book out. And I'm just really grateful for the publisher, Page Two, and the distributor, Macmillan, for supporting it, uh, because our goal is to get it into as many hands as possible, because we know it'll make a positive difference. That's, it is so cool. I just love what you're doing. And it's so important about to advocate for yourself and ask mm. questions and mm. you have the right support team. And I always joke that you probably like me, I'm a little stubborn too. Mm. And, um, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> stubborn in a good way. I mean, like, yes. you know, you didn't give up, even though you felt mm. like you had to get that emotion out of you when you said the nurse, you, you just had to get it out of you to go to the mm. next step. And yeah, it's true. I think, I think the medical, you know, the doctors and the nurses and who are in this field, I just, have so much love for them because mm. I mean, they see you and I have our own personal experiences, but they see lots of other people. Mm. Um, yeah. They definitely have a heart for it. And uh, you know, I'm fortunate that I've been able to build relationships with my care team. And so uh, it, it is uh, when I rang the bell uh, 15 months ago, finishing my last chemo, uh, I, I didn't want to ring it. And, and there, and, and my care team is like, I'm actually going through my last chemo and I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to ring it. And they're like, well, we want you to ring it. And I'm like, you should ring it. I'm like, why? <laughs> we'll ring it for us because it gives us hope. 
And as as she says, ring it for the other patients that are going to hear the bell because it will give them hope and and ring it for yourself because, you know, you've made it through this step of the journey and, and celebrate that you're finished for now. You know, I'll be back. That's certain. And I'll, uh, I'll get to ring the bell again, I hope. But it was a really powerful comment that she made because it just shows you how much the healthcare team cares. Yes, I think that that is a beautiful statement. They are there. We're here because we had the right healthcare team. Mm-hmm. And you had a, um, a much longer journey. And mm. the lymphoma is a it's a tough, tough thing to go through. Uh, so hopefully I'm one of my brother's best friends from he, he's gone through that. He's mm. been dealing with it for like 10 years. I don't know yeah. the specifics of what, how he got, how he got it, but um, it probably, who knows, related to some exposure to something. That's kind of why I, yeah. I was <laughs> asking about, you know, yeah. about how, what they thought about you. And it, I think it's just a beautiful story. And so can you tell us where people can learn more about you and how they can reach out to you? Yeah, sure. Uh, BillCPots.com uh, is the website. And uh, you can just email me at Bill at BillCPots.com. And I'd love to hear from your listeners. And uh, once the book comes out, I'd love to get some input uh, on that as well. That's beautiful. I think you're going to get a lot of positive feedback. And for those oh, that are on, watching the video, here's the cover up for the fight. I think it's awesome. And you are a great inspiration, Bill. So are you. So are you. you. I'm so glad that we connected and we're going to stay in touch, guys. He's going to, he's planning for a new race coming up in November. So wish him luck on that. Yeah, I need it. (laughs) You're doing it. I mean, you've got the the drive to do it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. I appreciate your time and I thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast or leave a comment. Now go have a great day. Thank you.